Shalom Mubrach, we're up to Mayid Katan Daf Chof Beis. Today's Daf talks about someone coming late to Havelis. At what point does his Havelis start? Does it start with the Godol Habayis? We also have an interesting tangent about Epshimim Bengam Lil's Psak about Trefus. And then on the second half of the Daf, the Gemara talks about the difference of Havelis when one is sitting Shiva for his father or mother, or one of the other Shiva Kroidim. The Gemara starts out by telling us that it depends where a person is coming from when we are deciding whether his Shiva starts, his Avela starts now, or if it starts when the rest of his family started sitting Shiva. It's within the first three days of Avela. If he shows up from somewhere nearby, somewhere close, Taisva says that this is ten parsoys away, so if you went within 10 parsois in the first three days, then he starts counting from whenever the rest of his family started counting. But if he comes from somewhere far away, then he starts his own count of Shiva and Shloshim from when he arrives. However, after the first three days of Shiva, if he shows up late, he's going to start counting his own count from the moment that he comes or from the moment he finds out about it. Okay. If Shimon says differently, he says that even if he comes on the seventh day of the Shiva, if he was nearby the whole time, he was within 10 parsois, then he's going to count with the rest of the family from the beginning, from seven days earlier. Mar says a different shita that in the first three days, he agrees with the Tanakama that the latecomer will begin counting with everyone else if he was somewhere nearby. And if Chibar Abba, Amin says that halacha of starting to count with everyone else is only when there is a Godol Habayis. If the Godol Habayis already started sitting Shiva, then this person who came late can count along with him. It's hard to determine exactly who's the Godol Habayis. It's not necessarily the father. Sometimes it's obvious. Sometimes there could be a, a, a younger brother who's in charge of the house. Now the Gemara asks a question. What happens if the Godol Habayis goes to the base Hakvaris? So he's not actually home for those first three days. He went with the with the Aaron to Israel to bury it there. So does that count as having a good little babayas in the house and the latecomer would be able to start counting from the beginning of the seven days or does he have to start counting from his own count because the Godel babayas wasn't actually home? So Rechia says he can still count along with the rest of his family. Frank the Gemara, we have a Bryce that tells us that he has to count his own count. He can count with the rest of the, of the family in this scenario when the Godel babayas is away. The Gemara says that's not a cash, so that depends. Whether he showed up in the first three days or not. If he showed up after the first three days, then yes, he has to start counting by himself. But in the first three days, even if the Godol Shabbat is away by the Beis Akvaris, he can still start counting from the beginning. He doesn't have to count two days later. To start his count two days later. We have a story. This is how Rav Paskin for the B'nai had Silfuni. If you come in the first three days, you can count with the rest of the family. If he comes after the first three days, then he has to start his own count. Rava told the B'nai Mechuza, that you who don't follow the Oren, begin your Avelis as soon as you turn away and start heading home. Meaning, that if you were to follow the Oren all the way, then the Avelis doesn't start until after the Kavura. But, since they wouldn't follow the Oren, Teretz Yisrael, so as soon as they leave the, the airport, they begin their Avelis then. They would just walk a parcel of meal towards Eretz Yisrael and then turn away. Now, we learned that if the Latecomer shows up on the seventh day. If he was 
nearby, he was within 10 parashoyos, kvitoises, then he could already start, he could count along with them. He only has to count, you know, like the rest of the seventh day. So Rechibar Gamda asked the question, he says, he points out that when he shows up on the seventh day, there still has to be menachamim there. It can't be that the whole Avilas is over and there's no one still being Menachem Aval. As long as there's still people who are being Menachem Aval, on the seventh day, he can join in with the, with the last a few moments even of the seventh day of Avilas. So Rav Anan asked, well, what happened if they're like kind of about to stand up, but they don't? So they're like ready to finish the Avilas. This is the last moments of their seventh day. But Lamai said they haven't stood up yet. And, he said, and the Gemara ends up with a take that we don't know whether this latecomer is allowed to join in their counting, or if he has to start counting afresh seven days from now. Now we have a statement, B'Shem Rabbi Yoichanon, that the halach is like Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel by Trefus, and the halach is like Rabbi Shimon by Avelos. What are these two halachas? Well, Rabbi Shimon holds by Avelos, like we said, that if the guy shows up on the seventh day, he could count with them as long as he was nearby. And what's this halach of Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel by Trefus? This is a Mishnah that tells us that if there's an animal that's shechted, and you have the, the stomach has a hole in it, but it's stuffed up, it's kosher, according to Peshim Ben Gamliel. What, 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 what is this liquid that is stuffing up the hole in the B'nai Ma'ayim, in the, in the intestines? So if Kahan explains, there's like a certain mucus of the stomach that goes out, and it can plug up a hole in the stomach. So there's one person who said, I really, I want to hear Rabbi Yochanan saying this, that we pass on like these two shitas. Well, he found Rabbi Abba, Brader, Bar Abba, who was the one that quoted Rabbi Yochanan, and he said, did you say that the halachas like Shimon ben Gamliel by Trefus? He says, uh, no, that's not what I said. He said, ain't halacha. Kerb Shimon ben Gamliel. So he said, well, did you say that we hold like Shimon by Avelas? Well, he said, actually, when it comes to showing up on the seventh day of Avelas, that is a machloikas. Rav Chista says, like Rabbi Yechonon, that the halacha is that he can finish his Avelas on the seventh day with the rest of his family. But Rabbi Nachman holds that that's not the halacha that he would have to start counting fresh. And the Gemara finishes off in the Paskins that the halacha is not like Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel by Trefus, that this animal would still be Trefus with this hole, even though it's clogged up with this mucus. And halacha is like Rabbi Shimon by Avelis because we always go like the mekel by Avelis, like Shmuel says, halacha kedivriya mekel be'ovel. Now the Gemara tells us 10 ways that Avelis of a parent is different than the rest of Avelis. Number one, by all other Avelis, we try to finish the funeral procession as fast as possible. Uh, Rabbi Yerucham explains that this is a way of showing that we're makabal the gzera shemayim, the However, by, by a parent, that would be a maguna way of treating a parent. And one should take, take his time and do the, the proper elongated hespedim. However, on Erev Shabbos and Erev Yom Tif, even by a parent, one should rush the funeral because... That would be a covered for his father and mother. The second halacha is that on other kravim, when sitting shiva, the shiva, the shloishim, one has the right to continue doing his work. If he wants to do less work, less schayra, while on avelas, he can. But by a father and mother, he absolutely must be mamayit in his schayra. Because I'll try figuring out exactly what, what this uh, passage of the Gemara is saying. Maybe this is referring to schayra that would be a dover oved. Maybe by a parent he has to give up even dover oved. Al the, th- the third halacha that is, that is different by avilus of a, of a father or mother is that by other mesim they could but don't have to uh, remove the, the, their clothing from their shoulder as part of avilus. But 
by a father and mother one must. There's a story with a Godel Hador whose father passed away. So he was sitting shiva and he wanted to reveal his shoulder as part of the Avhelus. But there was another Godel Hador with him who was going to follow in, in this Godel's footsteps. So whatever he did, the other one would do. So he didn't want to remove his shoulder because, the clothing from his shoulder, because then the other one would do it as well. So Lamaisa, he didn't, uh, he was not Choyleitz, his shoulder. So there's Machlekes, who the God Ladar was, and who was the God Ladar who was who next to the one who was sitting Shiva, right? The one who was in Avelis, and the one who was next to him who would have copied him. Either Rebbe was the one who was sitting Shiva, and Rabbi Yaakov Acha was next to him, or vice versa. The problem with saying that Rebbe was the one sitting Shiva is that Rebbe's father was Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, who was the Nasi Hador. And if Rebbe was sitting Shiva for him, then everyone would have to have sit Shiva for, not sit Shiva, would have to uh, be Mikhaim Avelos for Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, the Nasi Hador. So what's wrong if Rabbi Yaakov bar Acha would have copied him and also been Choyletz's shoulder? So the Gemara says that's Akasha, so chances are, we're going to assume that Rabbi Yaakov bar, ya- bar- Rabbi Yaakov bar Acha was the one in Avelos and Rebbe was the one that would have copied him. The fourth halacha that's different by a father and mother is that on all other mason, you could get a haircut after 30 days. But on a father and mother, you cannot get a haircut after 30 days until until people tell him, that, like, oh, you mamash look shreklach, he need a haircut. There is a hakira whether this is matir, the isser of getting a haircut. Which means as soon as he looks shabby, there's no inyan at all of getting a haircut, in which case there would be no khumra of not getting a haircut. Or, or if this is just a hetter, that finally now uh, you can get a haircut, even though if you don't get a haircut, that's still be Mikhaim Avelos. The fifth halach the Gemara brings is that on all other mesim, after 30 days, they're allowed to go into a base simcha. But for a father and mother, the, the oval has to wait 12 months, a full year. Rabbi Baruch Hanna says that we're talking about a Simchas Mirios. He says that by a Simchas Mirios, which is, it's uh, like a party. It's not a, a Simcha, like a wedding. It's just for friends and, and loved ones to get together and have uh, social interaction. He says that would be okay, but to have a real so, a Simcha, like a, a marriage, that would be usher until after 12 months. So the Gemara asks, on Rabbi Baruch Hanna, he says, what, Mirios is fine beforehand? We learned that for a Simcha and Mereus, even for not, even Avelis, not for a father or mother, for other Kravim, you can't even go to, uh, to a party until after 30 days, which is Akasha on Rabbi Barav In fact, Amemer learns that for a Simcha, Simcha's Mereus, just a party, that he could go in right away. And when he says, what are you talking about? He's saying someone who's in Avelis can go to a party? We, we have a Beferish of that tells us that for a Simcha or a Mirios, you have to wait 30 days. Or it says that there's two different types of parties. There's a, a party that you throw, and then there's a reciprocal party that, you know, last time your friend threw the party, so now you have to throw the party. And when you have to throw it, it's less of a Simcha that you could do within 30 days. But a party that you're just throwing and you're initiating the party, that you can't do within 30 days. The sixth halacha that differentiates Avelos on a parent and other Avelos is that by the, the kriya done on other avelos has to be a kriya that is a tefach big, while the kriya on a father and mother must be enough to reveal the heart. How do we know this? Rabbi Abba tells us, the Pasuk says, He grabbed onto it. When you grab onto something, 
your whole fist grabs onto it, and the fist is, is the size of a tefach. The seventh halacha is that on all other avelos, no matter how many layers of clothing you're wearing, you only have to tear kri on the uppermost one, the outer one. But avelos on a father and mother, you have to tear kri on every layer of begadim, except for a hat. The halachas of, of kri applies by to a man and a woman alike. Shimon ben Elazar says that you have to do a little more tzniyaz dig by a woman, that the lower garment, she tears and then turns it around and then tears the upper one so that there'll still be a layer of clothing underneath the top layer. The eighth halach is that on, on all other mesim, not a father or mother, you could tear kriya starting from the neckline down or not from the neckline down. But by father or mother, you start from the neckline so that it's more visible. Rev. Yehuda Paskins, that any kriya that doesn't start from the neckline doesn't have the din of a kriya. It's just I'm ripping a clothing. Rev. Yehuda learns this from where, when the Pasuk says that he grabbed his clothing, he ripped it in two. Now, when you rip something, it's all, obviously it's in two. Elamai, it has to look like it was ripped in two. It has to be visible. And Rev. Yehuda says that means you have to rip it from the neckline. Now, the next, the ninth halach that we have that differentiates avelos of a parent and avelos of others is that by other Avelas, after tearing Kriya, you're allowed to stitch it up together a little bit to keep it closed after the Shiva. And you're even allowed to sew it entirely back together after the Shloshim. But on Avelas of a father and mother, you're not allowed to stitch it up until after Shloshim, and you're never allowed to sew it up completely. When it comes to a woman, you immediately stitch it back up, or nowadays you have a safety pin for her coverage. She shouldn't be walking around with ripped clothing. And obviously open ripped clothing. The tenth halacha is that by other avelos, the kriya can be done biyad or with a kli. But by a father or mother, the kriya must be done with a hand. We started off with a razor, but then you, can, you finish, the, the, the kriya must be done biyad. The 11th halach we have over here is of Chiyabarabah tells us that on all other avelos, the kriya can be done in on an inner garment, while the kriya of a father or mother must be done more demonstratively on the outer garment. Avchista says that this is also how we do kriya for a nasi. It's outside. It's a more public kriya. Frag the Gemara, Avchista told me that the nasi is the same as a father or mother when it comes to tearing kriya on the outside. We learned that the only difference between a father and mother and other avelos is the way that it's sewn. This is also including the nasi, right? So why are you telling me the nasi is also like the father and mother like this? No, this is that 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 statement was excluding a nasi. But Nasi also should be done like a father and mother when it comes to tearing the outer garment. There was a Nasi that passed away. And Rechist Barchan and Barava got up and he said that make sure everybody tear a public Kriya on the outside. And everyone should be tearing Kriya. When a Tamachacham is Nifter, we, we are Choylets, we remove uh, the, the shoulder, the, the clothing, on the right side. On a Av Bezdin, it's from the left side. And from a Nasi, it's from both sides. Nowadays, we don't do this chalitza because it would be a bizarre to the misavil, to the one morning. Have a wonderful day.